Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, senior editor at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you for another episode of the Steelers preview. That's right. You see three faces. It's been a while since you've seen three of us on this show. I feel like it's been about a month and a half. Dave's two weeks. And it's been more <laughs> two than two weeks. Week. It's been yeah. two weeks ago, two all three of us. No, it has not. Okay, so yeah, two yes. weeks ago, all three of us were here, but that was like once this summer that we were all here. But here we are. We're all here. They decided to finally work all together. This is good. The Steelers are back at training camp, and we're back together. Brian has found his way out of the woods. I, I hope that, you know, I was watching – you know what movie is really underrated, in my opinion, is in it's it's Will Ferrell, and I think Mark Wahlberg is never given credit for his comedy, is The Other Guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you seen that one, Brian? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I, when I was thinking about you in the woods, I thought about when uh, Will Ferrell's character gets taken to the ER with uh, Poison Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to tell you, I, I've got to always an IV in his anus. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, never happened. We knew what you were talking about. Did you really have to say it? Yes. It's, it's funny. It's so funny. Uh, uh, dear. So how are the woods, Brian? <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Be- best week I had. Uh, nothing like that happened. In fact, the, uh, the sky, Outs were on their best behavior. One boy threw an orange at the other, and that was the biggest. Uh, that was the biggest problem we've had all week. I mean, it was great. It was fantastic. It was as internet was not good, but it's the woods, you know. Um, yeah. But as far as everything else goes, it was the best week I've ever had. Very, very rewarding for me. I had a lot of fun. It's funny Thursday night. 
I just started doing work at two thirty. It was two thirty in the morning. I heard all this rustling behind my tent, and I knew there was an animal out there. So I made sure that there was no there was no food in my tent, and I preached to all the boys, "Don't have food in your tent." But it was, I'm like, I figured I'll go back to sleep. Then I heard more rustling and my tent moving a little bit. I'm like, oh, guys, uh, light on, start doing work. So I started working on my BTSE stuff and writing articles. <laughs> and just on my on my phone, actually, because I was not going to be eaten by Bigfoot or, well, it's not winter, so no Yeti. But I, I was just Yeti. worried about those things. Uh, are we talking about your girlfriend, Yeti, or are we talking about... <laughs> <laughs> she was rustling in the upset. she was coming back for more i mean guys no food out yet he's going <laughs> i will tell you we had one camper one camper decide to eat half of an ice cream sandwich in the afternoon and he didn't want to litter and leave a trace so he put it in his backpack and I don't know whether he was really saving it for later or not, put it as a backpack, and then a critter got into his tent, which could have been a raccoon. Luckily, it wasn't a raccoon or a bear because we've seen them before. Um, he had a mouse eat through his backpack. And what makes it worse, this, this one scout was helping me out, tell everybody, hey, make sure all the food's in the trailer because you can get, we can't get somebody in there. But this one idiot scout did that. And the only reason I could call him an idiot, it's my own it son. It was your son. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> so. Well, anyways, welcome back from uh, your little vacation there. Dave Schofield, what's going on? Uh, I, I don't know if you guys listened to Stat Geek this morning, but I, I kind of laid it out there. I'm struggling a little bit. I am now sharing my house with a teenager. Yeah, because today was my daughter turned thirteen. Oh, so wow. happy birthday! Yeah, so we're we're uh, we'll see how life goes now. So uh, both you guys have daughters, but neither of them have has no. hit has hit thirteen yet. So uh, I guess I'll get to laugh at you all when that happens. My son will be thirteen in November. Yes, I know but, your son. Yeah, the my same daughter's now. No, I have a few more years yet. My, my daughter just turned twelve in May, yeah. but she's a redhead, so mm-hmm. that kind of <laughs> that kind of makes her 15. trust me. I know my wife is a redhead, so <laughs> I, I I feel you there. So we, hey, my we ex wife's a redhead, so uh, we can uh, we can. Is, that, is, is Yeti a redhead? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my gosh, that was 30 years ago, and I didn't the date Pittsburgh her. Pittsburgh Steelers are, have fans in the stands at anyway, camp it. wearing pads, and we're talking about Yeti. <laughs> All right, so Rhino Tool, I'll put this on there to kind of change, shift gears a little bit. Uh, he says some really good articles on the BTSC website lately. Thank you, Ryan, because BehindTheSealCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, as you know. We are a part of SB Nation and Vox Media, and our podcast platform is a part of that by proxy. So uh, make sure that if you don't check out the website, we've had some really good stuff on there recently. Um, The live tracker for training camp, um, I was able to find some fan video and did an inside look into practice on Wednesday, which is some really cool eye-opening videos. And it just ticks me off sometimes. I read the comments. I don't read the comments often. These guys can attest. I normally just publish my work and move on with my life. But I checked the recap article and someone wrote, 
geez, you're so observant. No, we all know there's been no fans since 2019 at training camp. Yeah, but I feel like this is important. I, I really do feel like this is significant. So guys, before we talk about players, training camp practice, news and notes, to me, how how uh, big of a deal is it that there's actually fans there? I, I think this is a big deal for the fans as much as it is the players. Brian, what do you think? You know, I it really it really helps these guys out. They're they're thrilled that they're not in Latrobe, but it fuels them. It really fuels them having fans in the stand. There's an energy that comes with it. Now, as what you saw from the uh, the Heinzfield scoreboard today, maybe the uh, organization isn't thrilled that fans are in the stands now because of sharing stuff on social media. But gosh, that, but that I, rubbed me the wrong way so I, I bad. By the did. way, I was I oh my gosh, I hate the Steelers organization for that. Anyways, they, they, they're so tight lipped. I get it, I understand it, but how are you going to control? You know the the Steelers fans taking video and then putting it on social media. I, I just don't. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys or the Ravens are pining through Steeler fans' Twitter and be like, "Oh, did you see this? Get out of here! Come on!" Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. You, I'm oh, sorry. Wait, wait. Steelers super fan dad posted this video of <laughs> Najee <laughs> Najee Harris running the football. Well, oh my gosh, he's running the football. Wow. <laughs> That's a stretch. You better I mean, prepare for that one. Then yeah, someone wow. said, wait a second, that's that's a really long Twitter handle. You sure you got that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey. wow, we should put him in our catalog. <laughs> Dave, go ahead. Fans at the st- um, by the way, there hasn't looked like there's been a lot of fans there. No, I mean practice has been, been very light. But they, they are during the week in the middle of the day. It's They've had over 6,000 fans both days. 6,000 fans? I did not see 6,000 fans from the video. Well, that's well, that's been the report. Okay. But they're only open. They only have seats. They are on the on the um, 100 level on the visitor side. Oh, so they're only one side. Okay. That's all they have. That's, I didn't that's know if it. this was like Pittsburgh Pirates attendance, where it's like, well, we <laughs> no. gave away tickets, and they're all here. No, they're not. No, well, like the, the, or at least the last I checked when I <laughs> looked to see if they had tickets available. Not that I was going. I was right. just curious. And that's where all the seats were. But um, Coach Tomlin was asked yesterday in his post-practice press conference um, what it was like to see fans there for the first time. And this is his quote. I will read it. He says, it's just great. They energize us. It's just been a tough year or so for all of us. So their presence is a signal that maybe we're moving on and out of it. And that's exciting. That's right from Coach Tomlin. Amen. I think it's good. And and then I forgot that this practice coming up tomorrow, Friday, is the Friday Night Lights practice. It'll be a nighttime practice. I'm sure there'll be more people in attendance or as many as can possibly be there. 5.30 p.m. as much as that's... Are you serious? That's it's when it's starting. Well, then that's, on, that's, what, see, that's not Friday Night Lights. That's, that's what Friday afternoon that's what blue it, plate special. The early bird. <laughs> hey, if you want real Friday Night Lights, you want to win. You put booby in. There you go. Let me spin, yep. Coach. Let me spin. Yep. Five anyway. to seven is when it's scheduled. <laughs> Five to seven. Yeah, that's not under the lights. Shoot, that's happy hour for most places. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's uh. Let's see. Dave, you thought of the topic for tonight. And yes, you did. It was about the Steelers roster. I want to give you a chance to explain yourself as to kind of what the the thought process was when you were thinking about this headline. Go ahead. Well, so many people were asking about, and I mean, and a lot of this is from outside, you know, Steelers nation um, that 
or the Steelers any better than what they were last year? You know, has their roster improved and everything? And I mean, well, first of all, what do you want to do? Go back and compare them to the 1979 Steelers? I mean, where they were um, number one in offense and number two in defense. I mean, every year is different for every team, but you can go through and, and look to see where the Steelers may have improved and where they might, might not have improved. Because if you look at a position by position, it's one thing, but the, the other part is it's all got to fit together as well. So it's, it's kind of that. And it's also kind of this narrative too, of what do people actually think of this Steelers team? Cause we all hear the negative, the, the negative comments from the national media about all oh, the collapse at the end of the year and everything else. The way the Pittsburgh Steelers have acted all offseason is that they were a team that was very, very close and couldn't finish it off last year. That they don't have a long way to go to be that team that's right there on um, in competition for the championship. So let's see how they really compare and how it could really pan out. So did that's I do okay with that? Yes, <laughs> you did. Absolutely. That, that's what we're going to, going to do. We are going to compare the 2021 projected roster. I mean, we're going to be talking about players that we know are going to make the team players that we know are going to be playing. Um, I think right now, like no one's going to like throw Isaiah louder milk into this mix as to somehow being better than 2020. We don't even know. We assume he's going to make the team, but if he does, we doubt he's going to play. Uh, so let's start on offense. We have five positions on offense, five positions on defense. I kind of lump some together uh, for the purpose of just time. So let's start on offense. And we're going to go position by position, and we're going to say, are the Steelers, is the Steelers roster better in 2021, or was the 2020 roster better at that position? And then when we're all done, all said and done, we'll think about, well, what about the overall roster? So, okay, let's get this started with running back. So last year, obviously, you had James Conner. You still had Jalen Samuels. Anthony McFarland was a rookie. Um, that was pretty much it. And then, I mean, you can throw Trey Edmonds in there if you want. Derek Watt, that doesn't count to me. Um, but now you have Najee Harris. James Conner's gone. And you still you make it maybe throw in Ballage if you want. But, guys, running back, is 2021 better or is 2020 better? There's some indecision there. Brian, what do you think? We'll go with you first. Well, this is actually really tough because you have a guy that has not played a down of football as of yet in the National Football League in Najee Harris. But the promise of a new day with Najee Harris to me just makes it a better roster because you saw his accomplishments at the highest level in the NCAA. National champion with Alabama. He was a Heisman finalist. This guy was something that was completely special to make him the uh, the first running back taken in the draft and the Steelers' number one pick in this draft. So what I'm saying about Najee Harris is there's so much promise there. They're going to build a team with him in mind, and I know we're going to talk about the offensive line and how there's some naysayers that are going to say, well, he can't do it without an offensive line. We've seen this team perform in the first five games last year at the running back position. He is more dynamic than what you had in James Conner, who was a very good back, in my opinion. But I really think Najee is an upgrade. I did forget Benny Snell when I was going through, but I'm sorry, maybe he's forgettable, but um, I did forget Benny Snell, so I want to throw him in there. Thank you, Kathy Ford, for bringing that up. Uh, Dave, what about you? 2021 or 2020 in terms of running backs? 
Well, bottom line is I look at the number two running back on down as the same. So it really all, I mean, that's who you have right now, as long as you choose to keep them. So it all comes down to RB1. And as much as I know some people didn't like James Conner, they said he was hurt. You know what? I've gone on and on about it, so I shouldn't have to say too much. All running backs miss time in the NFL. Connor didn't miss any more than a lot of people. So it's just how it goes. So it's not that two, three, four don't matter. They do matter. But they're basically the same as what they had last year, if you look at it that way. So coming down to number one, you have to look at what Brian say saying in the pedigree and everything. And there's no way you spend a first-round draft pick on a running back unless you feel it is an upgrade. So it is. So you have to say that, you know, as long as health isn't a, isn't the problem like it is a lot of times with running back rooms, that it that the advantage goes to 2021 here. I am going to agree with both of you that 2021, even an unproven Najee Harris, in my opinion, is going to give a spark to the running game, and that's exactly what they need. I think about James Conner. I appreciate everything that he did for the city of Pittsburgh, the uh, attention he brought to cancer research and things like that. He was a, an upstanding individual, but it, maybe it was just the, the injuries that caught up with him, but it just seemed like, especially at the end of his tenure in Pittsburgh, there was nothing special about him. And that sounds horrible. And I kind of feel bad saying that, but at the same time, I feel like it's true. There was nothing that's, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> good, because I wanted to say again, something. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, all I was going to say was, I think James Conner was asked to be a bell cow when that's not who he is. That's a good point. I just don't. He would. He would. He's. I think he's a fantastic running back. He doesn't need to be an RB two. He just needs to be in an RBC. You know, more of a running back by committee. Yeah. I think he would thrive more in that setting. And that's not what the Steelers were asking him to do. Right. I think Najee Harris is special. And whether he, you know, everyone wants to talk about whether he's going to get a second contract, this, that, other, who cares? Right now, who cares? Why are we talking about this? 2021, I'll take 2021. Let's go to, now I, I wrote down, there were two positions, one on offense and one on defense that I wrote same because there really is no difference. One was on offense was wide receiver. Yeah, It's really the same. I, I don't feel <laughs> the need to discuss this. Um, you know, you have these players that are showing out in training camp right now, but you think they have any chance? I mean, Dave, what do you want to say? You look like you've already. Oh, I mean, I don't want to. I want. I want to let Brian talk first if he wants to say something. Do you want to talk about Brian the wide receivers at all? I will briefly. The only <laughs> thing that I can say about the wide receivers, I agree with the same, but you have that jump from year one to year two with Chase Claypool that should be an upgrade. Mm-hmm. You have a man with a chip on his shoulder because of the way the. 2020 season transpired for him in Deontay Johnson. And you have, you have a guy in Juju Smith Schuster that I think is playing for a contract. So I, I would actually think that this is a situation when you throw in the other guys too, where you have James Washington actually playing for a contract and you have Ray Ray McLeod looking to stick. So I think the arrow points up just tiny bit for 2021 because of the jumps and the fact that these guys are all looking to, pre- they're looking to stick and stay. Right. It's good. There's good points. Good very points. similar to what I was going to say. I was actually going to say advantage 2021 because of the age of these guys, because they are, they, they should be on the rise of their career, not either on the plateau or on the downside. That's the only reason I would say if you had the exact same people, but 
it's at that point where is another year older a good thing or a bad thing? You know what I'm saying? Right yeah. now for them, another year older is a good thing. So that's why I say, like Brian says, ever slight advantage to 2021. And even Juju Smith-Schuster, who is still one of the younger receivers yes. in that in that room, and compared to I think Deontay Johnson is biologically older than him, yes, and he's he just only played uh, I think one. Yeah, he's younger in the league, but still. Yeah. Okay, so wide receivers will go with 2021. Let's go. This is a unique position. Again, similar to running back, but we're going to go tight end. So Vance McDonald gone. Eric Ebron returns. Pat Fryermuth is Gentry got hurt last season. Didn't see any, hardly anything from him. Uh, you can talk about Kevin Rader, um, but guys, obviously Pat Fryermuth being the second round draft pick, Brian, what do you think about the tight ends in 2020 or 2021? It's going to be 2021 here. And I, I hate to, you know, be Mr. Too optimistic, but I have to be. Fryermuth, they love this guy in camp. Some of the things that we've been hearing about him, they're going to be using him as an offensive weapon. You have Ebron, who has been, uh, he went to tight end university, and he actually wants to go ahead and become a better blocker. You know, a lot of people talk about his drops last year. He did, he, he tallied seven drops. Uh, a lot of, I mean, two weeks were the majority of that. Uh, two weeks in a row where he had a bad little stretch there. But as far as I'm concerned, I I think this this team with Alfredo Roberts, I think Alfredo Roberts brings, just like Adrian Clem does, and we'll talk about him later, but Alfredo Roberts brings a lot of excitement to that tight end position and a lot of enthusiasm and toughness as well. So I really think that they're looking up too. All right, Dave, what do you think about the tight ends? Yeah, I'd, I'd be really tempted to call it even, but if I had to pick one, I would say 2021, mainly because never ender. I, I'm not looking at everything in the live chat, but did say something in the live chat that, you know, Frermuth, he, he's, he's got all the peas, not just that he's pat, but that, you know, he's he's got the, what what was it, the potential and the pedigree. Now we are talking about potential. That's the thing. So it's funny because that's how a lot of times the difference between if this roster is better or not with a lot of people is going to be, are you going to think that these players, are you going to look at what they can do or are you going to look at what they can't do? And if, if we're looking with our, at our rookies, especially at that point of what they can do, then that's why I would say um, tight ends really close, but I would, I would just say all things considered, you know, and it's not that, 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 that coach Daniel was uh, or Daniels, sorry, if I missed, if I didn't say it right, um, that retired, wasn't doing a good job. But sometimes just having a new coach coming in just would be a little bit different, maybe a little bit spark, you know, not necessarily even a better coach can really add to something there. So when you consider all those things, I would just go slight advantage 2021, all things considered. In 2020, Vance McDonald seemed very disinterested to me. He seemed very to kind of like, just why am I here? This, it seemed like he didn't want to, he play. wanted to retire last year. Yeah. And he got kind of talked into <laughs> playing. And so it definitely came off that way to me. So I feel like if Eric Ebron can be, if he can just be a, a and I, I can't stress this enough, I was reading about Zach Gentry having a pretty good camp so far. And if he's, he's such a big body guy, if he can block and you could use Eric Ebron almost just in the slot as a mismatch. Maybe that's your best course if you keep three tight ends and you use Eric Ebron more as a receiver. It could happen. They could have options. I'm not sure if Gentry's that guy. We didn't see Gentry in 2020. 
So I think in, they say 2021, Barely. Gentry has kind of transformed his body a little bit. He's in better shape, better condition. If Fryermuth can contribute early, Ebron can do what he can do best, and that's not asking him to block a ton. I like the tight ends in 2021. And this is pretty crazy so far, but if we're going to get into two positions, they're going to be interesting. Uh, well, let's go to quarterback. Now, obviously, Roethlisberger is back. We know this, uh, but there's a little shakeup in the depth. Last season, it was Mason Rudolph, Joshua Dobbs, Paxton Lynch. Wasn't he in camp? Was that last year or two years? He ago? was in camp last yeah. year. Last year, yeah. But he and, didn't, um, didn't make the practice squad. Correct. This year, Dwayne Haskins enters the chat, and he's been talked about a lot so far in training camp. As he's getting a lot of reps, I feel like he's getting reps over Joshua Dobbs. But Brian, we'll go with you first. Quarterback, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. So it's almost, it's still almost the same to me, just with the fact that I know you're bringing Haskins in, and there has been some change. But if I do have to go ahead and give you an answer. I would say slightly 2021. And the reason I'm going to say that is because they're not dealing with the Randy Feetner factor. They are dealing with a new quarterbacks coach and Mike Sullivan, who a lot of the, just like Dave said earlier about Alfredo Roberts and having a new coach in there kind of that change kind of fires some guys up. And this guy is an account. He's one that keeps his players accountable but he's also a good player's coach and he's a nurturing type of coach. So I'm kind of excited for that. Love to see what Ben's going to do with the Matt Canada offense. Ben, you know, looks, looks ready and they brought him back for a reason. And you know, if they didn't think there was a reason to bring him back, they wouldn't have brought him back. So slightly, slightly 2021. All right, Dave, what do you think? I'm going to, Oh my goodness. I think I'm going to have to say what some people were saying in the live chat. I'm going to, have to go push. And the reason that I say this is, first of all, I don't care about the depth. I really don't. Do you know why? We're talking about QB3. Okay. Do we, what's the what's the actual realistic chance? I know not, I don't want to say it because it happened in 2019, that that's going to be what the Steelers are, are, are laying their hopes on this season is the guy who's the third on the depth chart. So this all comes down to Ben Roethlisberger. And the reason that I say push is he's got one thing in his favor and one thing against his favor. And the one thing going against him is that when you reach this point in your career, one year older is a bad thing. Okay. But the one thing he has in his favor is he's, he's coming off. He's not coming off the injury where he's rehabbing, where he had to throw the ball a ton in order to come back. I don't know which one of those would weigh more, but to me it's BTR versus BTR. So therefore I'm not, I'm not even worried. It's not that I'm not worried about the depth. I'm just saying that isn't the, the big determining factor for me. It really comes down to Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger. I agree with Dave that it is BTR versus BTR, but I will take 2021 BTR over 2020 BTR based on the fact that I can't stress enough. And this is someone that's helped people rehab from surgeries like what he had and shoulder surgeries. It's typically like two years until you start feeling like yourself again. And it's been about that time frame. He actually had an off season where he could rest. He didn't, he wasn't able to rest his arm last season. I can't stress how big that is. I'm going to take 2021. Let's go to offensive line. This is a dicey one. Uh, talk about two completely different position groups compared to two from just two years apart and no big Alejandro Villanueva. You have Matt Filer's gone. Marquise Pouncey retired. David DeCastro's released. And then you have Chooks of Core 4 moving to left tackle, Zach Banner at right. 
And we are back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Oh my gosh. Trey Turner. Um, you don't know who the center is. We assume it's Kendrick Green. I feel like he's the starter unless he completely Fs it up. And then you have it left guard is Dotson. We assume he hasn't even practiced yet uh at training camp. He's still working things out. I'm not sure what that injury is. But guys, 2020 or 2021, what do you think? Brian, we'll start with you. So do you remember last year at this time when we were talking about if you see Kevin Dotson play at all in 2020, it's probably going to be because somebody's really bad or somebody's really hurt. And at the end of the season, two. It, we saw him in week two. Yeah. <laughs> saw him in he, week started, two. he started week two. And oh, now, <laughs> and now he's the bedrock of that offensive line. He's the guy that we're, he is the one constant that they have just after one season. So it's got to be 2020. It, you really have to say 2020 because I know those guys were getting older. I know it was the end of their, it uh, really signaled the end of their career. But the reason that, really, the reason that DeCastro's gone is because DeCastro was hurt. That's why he was cut. He wasn't going, that's why he was released. He wasn't going to be able to play much of this season anyways. But what you had in, you had known factors. As much as you don't like the way that offensive line played, you had Alejandro Villanueva, Marquise Pouncey, and you had David DeCastro. None of them are there. They were constants. Now you're dealing with hopes, dreams, and question marks. And we're hoping it comes out. We, it, in my head, I'm thinking it, it can work out fine. But right now, if I'm being realistic, 2020 was a better offensive line. Okay. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with what I don't want to have to say. And that was 2020 was the better offensive line. And it wasn't good. And I'm not saying that this that means this year's offensive line won't be good, but you have to go with what's going on right at the moment. And that is the guys that we're expecting to start and do things, only two of them are practicing. I mean, Chooks didn't practice yesterday when they play, had the pads on. Banner didn't practice with the pads on. Dodson didn't practice with the pads on. If these are the guys that the Steelers believe that they didn't have to bring back the other guys. They didn't have to re-sign the Big Al. They didn't have to re-sign Filer. You know, if those are the guys, I mean, to me, you know, the, the Turner for DeCastro was based on the injury. That's just what it is. Um, and 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 we didn't know what we were going to get injury-wise from DeCastro this year, and we're kind of in the same boat with Turner. But the reason I've got to go 2020 right now is because not only do we not know what we have with these guys, a week into practices, you still don't. You really don't. Um, and it could be that they're not and, – and I'm not saying it's, oh, you know, red flag, danger, Will Robinson. I'm saying that it, it might be that the Steelers know there's no reason to rush these guys quite yet because we're not playing them in the Hall of Fame game anyway. So if they're a little bit dinged up and, you know, Banner's coming back from injury, I don't know what the deal is with Jukes. You know, um, Dotson, they said, was a guy that was day-to-day -day the very first practice. If these are the things – then then that's okay. But if we could ask this exact same question on September 1st, and it could be completely different, but we have to go, we just don't have the data on them to say definitively that they would, that it would be better this coming year. But we do know 
that because they're, you know, for the most part, they're younger guys and everything else that they have the potential to grow into that, even if it's by the time the season starts or during the season, we just have to see if it happens. Now, 2020 is the more proven offensive line. I'm not sure they are the better offensive line. And that's where I'm going to go with this. And that's why I'm going to say 2021. Give me a full-time Kevin Dotson and I'll take them over Matt Filer any day of the week. Give me yep. a young, hungry Kendrick Green. And maybe, yeah, he might have some miscues. You mean guess Quadrant who else? Green? Yeah, Quadrant Green. Yeah, That's it, Kyle, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, so, okay, give me Kendrick Green. And everyone's like, well, he probably will have some mishaps. Guess who else did? Marquise Pouncey last season. Yeah. Marquise Pouncey didn't play great. And he was hurt. He was banged up, missed a couple weeks. We all know the J.C. Hasnauer stretch of the last season was not pretty. We'll put it that way. Dave's talked about that on his Stat Geek podcast. Um, and so I'm going to take the 2021, even though they're unproven. I would say, by the way, do not stress about injuries or anything like that until after the Hall of Fame game. Yes. Once the Hall of Fame game is done, if you see players not being inserted into practice, then you start to say, okay, what's going on? But I think literally right now they are saying this is essentially rookie undrafted. And we're back. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. That's a perfect segue, Dave. Yeah. Come on. No, what, what I was going to say is I, I, I wanted you to be able to finish up what you want to say about the line, but I was going to say before we, before we break, just really quick, big changeover in coaches on offense. We don't know what to do, but how would how much of a factor do you think that goes into these things? Yeah. Can- I mean, Canada and Clem. Yeah, I mean, I'm I would go if I had to choose that. I'm going 2021. I've got hope in what those guys can do. And I like that the Steelers realized that they needed to make changes and they did. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's the offense. I think predominantly we all took the 2021 offensive roster over the 2020 roster so far. So we'll take we're gonna take a quick break. For those that are watching live on Facebook or on YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're not going anywhere. For those of you that are on the audio side, head over to part two where you hear us talk about the defense, trivia, and all that good fun stuff. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.